Hello there, my little geeklings, and welcome to another fact-filled, exciting episode of Two Geeks Talk Movies. I am your host, John, and with me as always is my co-host and cohort, Joanne. Hey! Hey there. So, how have you been over the past two days then? Not bad. Yeah, two weeks rather. Not two days, two weeks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> last two days, pretty good last two weeks. Yeah, I <laughs> must. <laughs> oh my god oh, this is gonna be an, an, one of these fucking podcasts i just feel my bones <laughs> one of those days one of those days oh my god right anyway tonight's podcast we're looking at a horror film which i have never heard of nor seen before this podcast very fucking rare for me yeah i mean for crying out loud <laughs> what am i now catechisms <laughs> starring alicia moore aka pink now, apart from her playing pink in her music videos and bit parts in Charles Angel's Full Throttle, is this her fi- feature film debut? I think it is. Mm. I mean, I know she's got another movie, uh, one of these um, rom-com things that came out a couple of years back and it tanked. So, ah. is this her? The only thing I knew of that she was in, I didn't know she was in anything else. Hmm. I see she's actually a bit part in Charles Angel's Full Throttle. Yeah. It's the uh the racing uh, chick who she does with the flag's not malarkey, so hmm. Um, I mean the, the again the only thing I can think of of the of the bat that she's got, you know, an actual full length like she I wouldn't say she's the what's the word honestly from a long day, what's the word I'm trying to think of. She's not the lead in this, she's like the support no. lead. So yes. the like that where she's got like almost like a leading part in anything. So mm-hmm. I mean, what pissed me off about this, the whole all the promotion I found about this, all the trails I found out about this, it has Pink in her first starring role. I'm going, she's in for what, twenty minutes after that? Fuck off for mm. that shit. This is not a pink vehicle, so fuck off. All I know is how did you find out about this thing? Oh, because our net film, which I'm not gonna say the name of, I watched before it before I watched it, although they this was out before it. Um and I was watching that and then I wanted something else based around the catacomb, because you know me, nerdy. Mm-hmm. Um and I wanted something else and it said, you know, give this a go. So I gave this a go. Okay. Then. So So how many times have you seen this thing then? I have seen this, I think I've seen this in total about five times. Oh, Jesus. Every time I watch it, I remember why I don't fucking watch it. Oh, my God. I watched this this morning, and I was pulling my hair out. Do you know I my ear for burning this man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I know you're a Pink fan. Have you seen mm. Pink live in concert? No, and... um. The last time I wanted to go, because she was going to be across the road from my house, <laughs> and I went to get tickets and they sold out. Other than saying that, I just stood in my back garden and it was just the same, but I would <laughs> sell my soul to be at one of her concerts. Okay. I saw her live years ago, and it was fucking wild. She had a fight mm. for a nine-foot inflatable cactus, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was that was an experience. I mean, that was back in two thousand and God, when was it? Four. Wow. Was. So she wasn't like pink back. Well, she was just kind of starting off to be pink, so it wasn't like the big hits pink sort of thing. You know what I mean? It was just like yeah. had, I think it was like four songs or something like that. So wow. Like I says, uh, all I can say is this is a fucking nightmare to find this movie. I hunted mm. everywhere online for this thing, and I had to buy. 
a star's monthly pass to watch this piece of shit and I was pissed off by the end of this movie I, went, I wish I too fucking quit this movie's fucking terrible <laughs> oh my god I was raging at this I mean uh, oh by the way stars uh, the UK yeah. version of stars is fucking shit the rap is atrocious I've got like mm. maybe a hundred movies I've got most of them so mm. oh jeez I mean, uh, thankfully, I can not any time subscriptions for fans yes. you're not tied into it. So Yeah, yeah, thanks for, for that one. Mm. Um, so why did you pick this? This is complete, as you asked me earlier in a text, this is complete and utterly payback for <laughs> that. No, it kind of is in the payback for arachnophobia, because let's face it, I feel, find out this is shit. But this is all because we had planned to do this um, earlier in the month uh, for around about April 40. And, you mm. know, twist, this turns out apparently to be a joke. Mm. Um, a one big prank gone wrong. So yeah, I've got things to say about that. I think at the yeah, end, me too. Fucking, mm. oh so that was my thinking around that. Because let's face it, every single podcast I would be doing... Um, a horror movie based on like, like April Fool's Day and things and I thought mm. well this is a bit bizarre and out there and I don't think many people kind of even remember it so yeah, or even see that it. Was it. Mm. Mm. but they made me more payback for arachnophobia because this is awful uh, come on arachnophobia is a classic hell. Uh, yeah I mean arachnophobia for war at war is pretty good but this is an awful movie and you put me through hell with arachnophobia so you know mm. <laughs> yeah, what's this about payback? It's a bitch. Yeah, we'll mm. just get coming down the line for you this later on. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let us dive into the underground catacombs and see what's waiting for us in the dark. God. Brought to us by Lionsgate Features, which is never a good fucking sign. Jesus yep. Christ. With a budget of unknown, this pulled in from online streaming only 2.4 million dollars how <laughs> wow you know why that was could pink in it yes exactly that's my whole reason for this thing but i'm thinking was online screaming streaming rather that big in 2007 how much does it cost to rent these fucking I movies i didn't think it was i didn't even remember it was a thing that in 2007 i don't know i mean back in 2008 my partner was renting stuff Mm. all these things so yeah and it was I think it was like yeah five. I was still renting from you know video shops and things no I've talked about actual renting from like um, Amazon and various ah, okay. mm. um, and iTunes and a small key and I and guess like that, you, know, you know me I'm a bit of a technophobe to some things so I didn't actually get an Amazon uh, Prime account and you know Netflix and uh, where I had a streaming account until you know within the last five years I won't mm. In the last five years, but it was within the last five years. So, so how did you watch this thing? And did you watch it on Prime or did you watch it on where? <laughs> I watched it on Prime, but I do have it on DVD somewhere. I just couldn't find it. Oh, so I watched it on Prime. What annoys me is I don't remember this movie coming out at all. I mean, I no, must've... I don't remember. I don't remember it being like um in you know cinema and being widely advertised or anything no this this was straight to straight to tape yeah it? It straight to dvd back in 2008 but i don't remember seeing this anywhere in any online shops no. or any any actual stores i mean i was i used to inhale hmv virgins horror section and i never saw this fucking thing unless i did see it and went god this this um 
looks shite you know this this cover yeah, looks but garbage yeah if you remember the front cover the on the dvd i've got the front cover is just the pale grey with just the through the skull from the catacombs in it mm. that also it looks completely and it, it doesn't look advertising it looks like one of those ones especially you would kind of glance at and not even think twice that mm. so it's not one that's going to grip your attention from the front cover and make you you know buy it and watch it I mean, in 2008, when I did my Halloween uh, all-nighter, mm. I was digging out all sorts of crap. I mean, we were talking fucking, what was it, Pranaconda, uh, Big Bad Wolf, and Wolfen, and fucking, what was it, Company of Wolves, and various other shitty movies. I'm like, what the, yeah. so this would have been right up my fucking alley. I was buying all sorts of crap in HMV and Virgin. Mm. So I don't get why I didn't pick this thing. I, was, I, I saw the cover and went, God, this looks like shit, and just put it back down again. Yeah, you know? Anyway, so this thing is shot entirely in Romania with pickup shots in Paris. Yeah. So, hmm. Which starting. You can tell because some of the street, the street shots you can tell are not in Paris. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. We'll talk about that later. Uh, starring Shannon, I think her name is uh, Sossaman, and mm-hmm. Alicia Moore. Directed by Tom Coker and David Elliott. One is a first-time director who never worked again, and the other is a writer and first-time director who worked again in some shitty-ass movie I've heard of, so yay. <laughs> but in great hands here, folks, you know, crying out loud. It's always a good sign, isn't it, when you've mm. never heard of the director? Oh, dear God. The plot. Two sisters are in Paris. One is a student. They're on a visa, and the other is visiting. They go to underground party in the infamous catechisms under the city of Paris where they get lost in the darkness and they think someone or thing is after them. Can they make it out alive? Find out here. That's actually a misleading plot summary, but I just don't have from IMDb, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> because it's only one of gets lost. That makes, it sound better. that makes it sound more interesting than it was. Yeah, I mean, also, it's only one gets lost and it's not the other one. The other one is a sort of prankster. Complete... Oh, mm. by the way, I've got things to say about Pink that may piss Pink fans off, but... She is a complete, I'm taking it right off the bat, she's a complete fucking cunt in this movie. She's yes. a complete bitch. I mean, a raging, mm. utter bitch in this movie. Um, but she I'll get back to it. Yeah, we'll get back to it. But I, I have a few pointers that will make it sound to the, to the listeners like I actually don't like pink, which I do. But I've got a few things to say that will not be pleasant either. Mm-hmm. First up, let's talk about the boring-ass uh, cover it was just a woman in the dark sitting in a spotlight with the name of the movie under it. I mean, how is she just spending that? It's all about 10 fucking 10 minutes in Photoshop. <laughs> how boring and generic is that fucking poster? I mean... Oh, God, yeah, I know. God almighty. The next thing I want to talk about is the picture quality and the sound. Sweet mother of fucking bejesus. It was like they filmed it off a fucking straight-off-the-shelf camcorder and used the built-in fucking mic. The sound is awful in this, you know? Yeah, and I get that the sound is meant to be distorted because they're underground, but it's completely shit. It doesn't work. I mean, especially at the very start when uh, Pink is shown around the other lead actress. Oh, this is this is my apartment, and the sound was like, what the fuck? I had to put my TV up to twenty to hear this dialogue. It was like mumbled. So did I? I fucking to, terrible. I put it put it up loud and put subtitles on, and I was like, what the hell? Oh, God, what yeah, they I, filmed that on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I watched this entire movie and the subtitles on all the way through it because I'm going, what the fuck is, what are they mumbling about? What the fuck are they saying? I mean, and yeah, I hate yeah, the fact, <clears throat> sorry, I hate the fact that 
barely any of the characters are named in this. There's like what six characters are named. You're like, yeah. who are these people? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And when I looked up, it said this had a cast of like 44. Or 34 or 44, but then most of them are just like dancer number, whatever, DJ, whoever, uh, mm. customs officer. I was like, oh my god, imagine putting that in your acting resume. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's a fucking joke. Um, now, I knew I was in trouble when the first thing I saw after the shitty 3D skull title, which was about what, 50 cents, I slapped the face for crying out loud. <laughs> god almighty. Was him, quote unquote, inspired by true events. Always a warning sign for bullshit based on Absolutely. true story. And the whole quote unquote based on true story is Hollywood's golden ticket to make up shit. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Anything based on true story. Absolutely. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, run fucking screaming to the hills because it's utter shit. I mean, mm. God. So up pops text telling us 200 years ago, Patrick ran out of room to bury its dead. Which is true. Yeah, well, I was going to ask her actually later. So 7 million bodies were buried underground in the city of the dead. So this is where the true events start and end in. (laughs) Yeah, that that whole 200 years ago, Patrick ran out of space to bury their dead. It's the only factual thing about this movie. There Mm. is not 700, uh, sorry, there is not 7 million people buried in, within the catacomb. It's a 6 million because I checked on the catacomb official website. Oh. And they are not 300 miles long, like one of those who died, <laughs> one of the traffic men, uh, mm. claim they're only 200 miles long and about 70% of them are inaccessible. You can't even mm-hmm. stand up in it through the whole we party here every weekend and not in the same place. Would yeah, it be possible? Bollocks. Yeah, that annoyed me. I'm going, is that even fucking possible to have underground raves in this place? Because wasn't it like there was like cavens and such? Because mm-hmm. I remember watching a documentary on the Catacombs about 10 years ago and they were saying that some of the place is structurally and unsafe. Yeah, and you could like, have the vibration you know, of the music would cause yes. the whole thing to collapse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a the documentary that talked about how in the 90s, I think it was, an American student was lost in the catechisms and mm. they found him, his dead body, but he had like wrote stuff in a notebook and he was completely insane. Mm. You know, he's talking about creatures of the dark and all that stuff and there's things watching me try to eat me and stuff like that. And I'm going, okay then. So I'm thinking, why the fuck would you have raves? What was it? 100, like, 100 feet underground yeah. in this bollocks place? I'm going, fuck right off. It also, doesn't make sense because again, uh, they have like the, there have been um, things that even on the Capcom website that say throughout the year many people have gone missing down there because you can take a, a tour to, through the catacomb, well through the part that you can stand up in, yes. um, which you know is on my bucket list to do at some mm-hmm. point when I go over my fear of enclosed baby. Um, <laughs> And, um, but, yeah, but, and there have been people that have gone missing down there and then they've been found, like, days and weeks later and they've died or they've mm-hmm. been days and weeks later and they've mentally never been the same again. I imagine it's just the atmosphere, you know, like, mm. down, like, I imagine it's like being in any tunnel, you know, any, any tunnel, like, the sound will just travel. 
Mm. Everywhere, so I imagine you cough and five minutes later you hear it coming back round. Do you think, hold on, what was that? Yeah, I mean, I remember reading something years ago that the human mind can only stay in the dark for so long before it starts going mental haywire and you start going, yeah. start going doolally and you start hearing things and seeing things and such. So, yeah, your know, mind hmm. starts filling in the 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 darkness with like hmm. images that aren't there. Hmm. So let's talk about the rave scene. This is very Matrix sequels. What is with the <laughs> naked chicks, the bad music, the crammed into that teeny tiny little space, and the fucking terrible dancing? Plus we have goths mixed with ravers. I think fucking not. Mm, I know many. I know many goths, and they would not be seen dead. At, uh, I would no. Like that. No. And what was with the whole? Um, uh, was it Day of the Dead face paint stuff? I'm like, what the fuck was that all about? And the whole Mardi Gras things. I'm going, what? It didn't make sense to me either. I was like, what, what, what the hell were they doing? Like, why? You know, it would have been slightly better if they just had them all at a rave. That's it, all dancing, mm. not trying to incorporate like Day of the Dead and Mardi Gras. Like, you're in the fucking catacombs and Paris. <laughs> yeah, cold. We aren't told which month or mm. other this is. So how do how do we know if it's Dave the Dead in Mexico or if it's fucking Mardi Gras? Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking joke. I mean, also, who in their right mind takes a fucking motorbike down a hundred feet underground and runs around like a fucking madman on it for like ten minutes? And what the fuck? And who throws fireworks and and has yeah, like, and sprinkler and things? Oh down, my god, that was driving me insane. Like, and from what I from what I know about the entrance to the catacomb, don't think you'd fit a motorbike down there, would you? I, I have no idea. I'm not sure being myself. It's very. It's got about 170 stairs down into it. Oh God, I want to. Quite. They're, they're obviously very steep. So. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. I think I'm myself. How the fuck did you get that fucking? Never mind the the DJ equipment and all the beer and such. How the fuck did you get that bike down this the steep ass stairwell? You fucking douchebag. But anyway, yeah, moving on. Yeah. Uh, also, who the fuck was that chick who was running for her life as the, the start of this movie? Who the fuck was she? She's never mentioned again. It's never said, and I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's great writing there, you know, for crying out loud. Yeah. Mm. And the thing is, like, I hadn't before I wa- before I watched this for the podcast, I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen this movie in about four years. So you know, I I originally put it on um this on it the other day and thought, oh yeah, that's the that's our main character. And then I was like, no, hold on a minute, that main character gets shot here. What the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it's not the same person. So I have no idea. Maybe that was the, the original main, the original character, the, um, the original actress of Victoria, and then she's seen the rest of the script to me. <laughs> fuck up. Yeah, I don't care if I'm doing it or not, I'm not doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Although, one interesting fact I found about this movie this was shot in 2006, and one of the producers died on the set, so it was put back for a year and it was shot on on demand and uh, DVD in 2008. So, yeah, uh, what hmm. he named Greg Hoffman died, yeah, because they nearly just never made it after that, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't get... Uh, this, this movie's just... Oh, my God. I mean, after this obnoxious opening, do we meet Victoria, played by Shannon Sussman? Yeah, 
who I knew from the terrible movie 40 Days and 40 Nights. Mm. Have you seen that thing? No. I have, unfortunately. Oh, my God. She's learning French while looking at a postcard from her sister who lives in Paris. And then mm-hmm. she's on the plane. So cut to her getting her bags checked out by customs who laugh at her because she can't speak French. Also, she has tons of legal drugs. What the fuck? What is she on at all? You know? Yeah, like, how long are you going now that you need all those? She said they were, uh, she said her, her words were, um, she gets nervous, so I take it there's some sort of nerve pill. But I'm like, how? How yeah. long are you paraphrasing? for? And yeah. What the hell? If you need that amount of medication for your nerves, you need to go back to the doctor. Exactly, exactly. Oh my God. Anyway, outside waiting for her in the taxi rank, do we meet her sister, Carolyn, played by Pink, who whisks away to her shitty dump of a home. And she says she plays rent in this place. Shouldn't she fucking pay her to live in this dump? I mean... Yeah, exactly. There's like paint you know pulling off the walls. Of, sorry, um, that house where, um, what's her name, Carlin lives, it reminds me of, you know how the warehouse from, oh, God, what's that movie where the backpacker has sold to the people that killed them for fun? Um... God, I can see the horrible looking boy's face now. Oh, I have no what? idea. Oh, God. What is that? I'm going to have to quickly look it up. Um, sorry, talk among yourself for a minute. What was it? Was it the 70s? Was it, was it Deliverance? No, no, no. Uh, it was only out in like the early 2000s. Oh, Texas Chainsaw? <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. No, but it has a one like that. Um... Well, they are uh, like a sale a, for like the the all these rich people pay to kidnap and murder backpack American backpacker. Oh, a hostel? You mean? Well done. Yes. Yeah, good. I saw that. Yeah. Terrible. Absolutely really terrible. But, but hard apartment building on the inside reminded me of that. Mm, yeah, I was getting. I don't know, one of these grimy, dirty-ass, Rob Zombie-esque wannabe movies I was getting from this thing, because it was just yeah. fucking shit. By the way, I love the fact how there's, like, lead paint peeling off the walls, and the doors are hanging off the hinges, and there's, like, no uh, rail on the staircase as it winds up the top of the fucking tower thing. I'm going, what the fuck? You put a rent in this piece of shit, or did you just... Are you just um, squatting oh, here, you know? Uh, I, I know, I was, I was watching it thinking, I hope you're not paying rent till I'm there, because, you know... Look at it. Yeah. By the way, what is it with that doctor? What the the Vixies? What was that thing where it flashes and it goes to attack? Oh, because Caroline was telling us some uh, creepy story about how the people that used to live there were like a mad crazy doctor used to do creepy human experiments. So she was almost like foreseeing something to go with what she was he being told, and then she turned around and go, "No, kidding! It's just a joke." Mm. See, I like, thought that's just shite. Yeah, I thought it was sitting with the fact that uh, Vic or Victoria was psychic and she could feel like ghosts and such. I was going, oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a, a supernatural thing. And then it slowly dawned on me, you know, this is going to be a boring ass hour and 20 minutes of this chick screaming in the fucking dark. So, <laughs> yay, for crying out loud. Uh, let's talk about the fashion here. What the fuck is Pink wearing? What, what fashion is it? What was the what, the what was it? Boot cut flares? 
with a sweat oh. jacket that it sort of stitched up at the back and yeah and what was that scarf thing she had on yeah the scarf you were like you were like why have you got a film that was set and made in the early 2000 why are they all dressed like the early 90s yeah it was ridiculous. or the mid 90s then when i went to the, the, the ray folder on that night what was she wearing a red see-through dress with about forty-two thousand pieces of jewelry stuck to you i'm going yeah. what the fu-? and what was the sister wearing one minute she's wearing what was it? One minute she's she's wearing um a tank top or a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. Next minute she's wearing a dress. I'm going. Yeah. Where did the dress come from? <laughs> I was like, talk about quick change, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Ah, sorry, but the, the the fashion is very early millennium and mm. in a bad way. Oh my God. Absolutely. So in the apartment, do we meet Euro Trash, uh, Nico, played by Rada Miku? Uh, yeah. he's Caroline's boyfriend is that who he is I have no idea I have no idea because she uh, she snogs uh, Hugo and, and is getting very close to him in the pool mm, yeah, 15 yeah. minutes in so you're kind of like okay which one is your boyfriend or mm. are they both your boyfriend well that is in Paris the city of love so why not I mean mm. Mm. Uh, who pulls a a prank on Vic by turning off the lights and putting on a cheap Halloween mask because that's spooky, right? I was like, fuck you. I've have decked him, frankly. You yeah, know? if you're five, that's spooky, you know? I, mean, I was like, Jesus you Christ. I was like, oh, come on. I mean, you barely know this woman and you pull this ridiculous prank. I would have fucking decked him, you know? Yeah, I mean, and didn't, <laughs> didn't, you'd have thought Caroline would have said, look, you know, my sister's coming, she, you know, get quite a nervous disposition don't mm. be an ass mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. but no Caroline goes we've got out shopping because we're going to a rave tonight even though Victoria tells her no she hasn't slept in 24 hours so mm. I'm guessing these two hate each other then because either really... that or Caroline's just a cunt and they're a bit like you know sleeping for the week you'll just party you'll be fine and it's like Mm. I mean, if, they do, if she hates her sister, why the fuck did she ask her to fly 4,000 miles just to take a fucking party? I then don't let her sleep. That's a fucking bitch move right there, you know? She says, exactly. oh, I'll be away for 26 hours or something like that. I'm going, yeah, love, jet lag, you should be fucking knocked right out, you know? I mean, all this shit, she's running through the, the cataclysm and all that shit. Not once does she get drowsy until she bangs her head. I'm going, really, exactly. love? Like, jet really? lag would have caught up with you like half an hour in or something so fuck off I shank exactly oh my god anyway for all this crap I'm going to give this piece of shit movie I will say the few scenes that are shot in Paris look Paris look pretty as mm. Pink is speeding through it on a little scooter I just love that one although no one bats an eye that the world's biggest pop star at the time is speeding through Paris traffic on a little scooter Nobody notices pink on a scooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one is like, hold on a minute. <laughs> that, oh I, know. God. I mean, Jesus. Oh, one thing I want to talk about and all is the music. What the fuck is with the shitty music? Because I know I've got pink to write a song for this piece of shit, you know? I mean. Well, exactly. It's God. like, come on, you've got a, a singer there who can write songs as well. Why don't you get her to write something half decent? But mm. yeah, no, they just go with this. Shitty techno shit. 
Yeah, I mean, but what's the point of hiring a singer slash actress or actor if you don't get them to sing a song for the soundtrack? I mean, Tina Turner did it, Cher did it, Madonna did it, um, yeah. Mariah Carey did it. You know, what Houston did it. It's like fuck's sake. I'm on saying this. still Pink was still. I mean, she was known, but she was still relatively new then. So mm. you know. Maybe they would have been a bit dubious about letting what some people might have still seen a hand up and coming artist write the music for it. Okay, then, fair enough, fair enough then. So that night on No Sleep and filled up to her eyeballs and fucking various pills, Caroline, or I'm going to call her Carol from the one, fuck it, takes Vic to the rave. Yeah, love. She's doped <laughs> up in all sorts of drugs and the jet lag going to hurt her immediately. She'd have been KO'd. So exactly. I'm calling bullshit right there, you know. And at the club, Carol uh, makes out with a bouncer and just walks straight in. I fucking hated that when I was in my clubbing days back in the early 2000s. When you were sitting in the fucking freezing cold, pissing rain, and some fucking douche bro and his fucking skanky ass chick would walk up to the bouncer and go, Oh, here, handshake, funny handshake galore. And they'd walk in and I'm like, Fuck you, you bastards. You know? Yeah, exactly. I used to drive me fucking insane. I'm like, I stood here for an hour and a half, freezing my fucking dick off, and you just waltz in because you know the fucking bouncer. Get yourself to fuck to the back of the queue, you cunt. <laughs> yeah, and the thing getting me is like, again, five minute haunts from that scene, she's in a pool semi naked with him. Yes, yes. The same guy, and it's like, uh, they all dry off very quickly in this movie because in the yes. very next scene, she's suddenly lost and bone dry and dressed, and you're like, eh. Uh, what if with the continuity in this? Yeah, I love the fact how the bouncer, what did you say his name was? Hugo, did you say? Hugo. Yeah, whatever. I've never, I've never took his name down because I thought he was just an unimportant character. I've never he was a main character. Uh, Hans Victoria, a torch, red flag. Fuck that shit, you know? Why the fuck do you have to have a torch to go for a fucking shitty rave? You know? Exactly. It's like Jeez. if you need to bring more than one light shot, so she shouldn't be there. Mm, that's a bloody well joke. So, at this rave, we meet Leon, played by Ken Manaloli. I think I pronounced that. He's another one of Carol's boyfriends, I think. He's that oh, obnoxious yeah, blonde. Yeah. You know? Yeah I, yeah, I have no idea how. I mean, uh, Seth, they're all um, friends, but, you know, they all seem a bit... I mean, I'm close to a few of my friends, but I don't walk up and snog any of them and then just yeah. go... They're your close friend. Like, uh, hold on a minute. Yeah, they're all very touchy-feely, and I'm going, okay, then, I am new. I mean, crap, not mm. Anyway, um, so we meet yet another character, um, Jean-Michel, played by Mika Stone, Stone I think I pronounced his name. Oh, He's I have the... no idea. I read most of these actors' names and thought, good luck, John. <laughs> oh, jeez, thanks for that one. Anyway, he's the club owner who throws parties all around these 300 miles of catacombs because mm-hmm. why the fuck not would you have parties and raves in dusty, unaerated fucking underground tombs, you know? Yeah. That, that just screams a party to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, criminies. I love the fact how there's not one rat in this thing until yeah. much later on in the movie, and there's not like cockroaches or spiders or bugs anywhere to be found in this fucking movie. I'm going bullshit, you know? Yeah, like yeah, you're underground. You're gonna see hundreds of them. Oh 
God almighty. Oh, by the way, this um, Mika guy, he's a makeup artist working for David Dakota in his softcore gay horror movies. Lovely. Uh, which I've seen four of them and equally shit. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, all it is is about six to nine pretty boys wandering around in tight white underwear and do nothing. They just walk around in a trance constantly. And then they lie on a bed and fake wanking off, but you don't see fuck all because they're still wearing their underwear. I'm going, this is art? Is this supposed to be sexy? Because it's boring as fuck. Mm. And this, these are like really short movies. They're like 70 minutes long, but they drag on and on. And it feels like fucking seven hours long. Oh, no. And they're just so fucking boring. They're so bland, so Oh God! But that's the only interesting, interesting thing I've heard. But this guy, he's, he's a makeup artist for David Dakota. I've never seen any of his other work. Mm. David Dakota is an interesting character. He originally started off as a straight horror director. He done uh, what was it? Sorority Babes and Slimeballorama, and then he done uh, what the fuck's that thing? That Alien ripoff from the eighties. Um, oh, um. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. And but then, I know the one you mean. Yeah, and then about 2003, he started doing this whole softcore gay homoerotic porn stuff, and his career's been stuck in that gear for fucking 16 years or something like that. But moving on. So, the rave starts, and there's yet more Matrix style dancing, because why the fuck not, you know? Because <laughs> that's the only dance people know, I imagine. I love the fact how there's there's like chicks here with full on naked jumping on down the dance floor. I'm going, love, you're underground. People, this air doesn't doesn't circulate. You're going to breathe in all sorts of shit. You're going to get all sorts of crap in your skin. Why the yeah. fuck are you stripping naked? Exactly. It's like and the no heat down there. You're going to be ice cold. <laughs> yes. like, you're oh. going to leave there with a lot more than what you went with. Yeah, yeah. So Vic, out of nowhere, has a panic attack. So leaves the um, dance floor. And here she's picked up by Jean-Michel. He tells her that Carl told him she's afraid of the dark. But so is he, because, quote, it's God's kindness to terrify us. The fuck? What sort of pretentious bullshit is that? Yeah, that's what I had written down. I was like, where the hell did he get that from? What was it that says? It also says, um, if you survive something that your own death, it makes you a stronger person. Okay then, but does that justify terrifying this woman for 26 hours straight, chasing around her fucking catechisms? Because that's funny, right? I'm going, who wrote this piece of shit? Why does this thing get up as an arson? It's an arty farty, scary as fuck horror movie, you know? Yeah, cause Pink got a line something similar saying basically people like you who shame people that are scared of the dark and thing, like just need to be frightened to help get over them. But it's like, you know what, that's like saying, you know, let's put one of the million things I'm scared of. Heights, yeah, right. If you take me up somewhere high and, you know, say, right, you're, you know, if you take me up somewhere high, it's not going to help. No, no, it's not. I mean, honestly, God, I was thinking, why are you such a bitch to, to your sister? I mean, you're so cold and so 
stand up for to her. It's, unbelievable. Mm. She, she calls her a whiny brat and stuff. I'm going, you're a complete fucking bitch. I mean, yeah, she's got she's get problems. Yeah, she's been doped up with also with various fucking antidepressants and all that such, but fuck off, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, I'm all for tough tough love, but, you know, mm. there's love and I've been a, da- a dick. Yes, yes. So anyway, so Jean-Michel drags Car- uh, Vic to the VIP part of this place and he's a green fairy aka absinthe have you ever tried absinthe? no I have and it fucks you up something rotten by the way um, and the way he did it with the whole sugar cube in the the melting sugar cube in the liquid is mm-hmm. a really dangerous thing to do apparently because it, it fucks the, the chemistry of the alcohol and it makes you absorb it faster which what I thought he spiked that sugar cube with acid and this was all in her head yeah know? Because mm. she has like, oh my god, you're a space cadet. It's one drink, as, as Pink says, continually mm. for fucking five minutes. I'm thinking, so this whole event just in her head, you're going to come come to, and it's not actually happening. Yeah. I mean, when I tried absinthe, I lost three hours of, my, of a night, and I have no idea what happened in these three hours. <laughs> mm. You know, so it does fuck with you something horrendously. I mean, there was there's a few nights I've had where. I've lost like two, three, four hours. Just blank out and don't remember it at all. Wow. I mean, there was there was one time when I was in college and I get so fucking drunk that I don't remember what happened between one o'clock in the morning until like five in the morning when I woke up almost still cold sober on a dance floor dancing. That's something I do not do. So. Wow. You woke up dancing? Yeah, I was like, I didn't, I didn't literally wake up. I was like, no, but it was like you kind of sobered up at that moment. You just yeah. happened to be done. Oh jeez. I was just like, boom! Suddenly I'm conscious. I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell? I mean, I've never been that drunk or taken anything that got me that bad. But you know, you can happen where I, you know, I I don't remember chunks of. You know, I don't remember, like, so much out of an hour, but not, like, I've never lost, like, five hours in my life. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, according to my best mate in college, when we went to this goth bar, um, underground goth bar, back in 2001, um, I broke the the, the um, person that sits behind the door to give you the mint's nose by swinging the door and hitting me in the face. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Oh my god! Although honestly, who sits behind a door? Yeah, it's a solid, what metal and wooden door. Why would the fuck would you sit behind that in a club, but knowing for a fact people will be pissed and you have to push this door with so much force? It's unbelievable. So yeah, I could just see this, this guy. They don't fall. <laughs> see this guy with this door flying towards him. Ah! <laughs> anyway, moving on. What was going to say? Oh yes, I have down here. Why am I getting Lost Boys vibes from this? These bunch of douches. Oh, I have no idea. I was getting lost boys heavily because this John Michelle guy was going, here, try some of this. This is a green fairy. This is absence. This is alcohol. It's a mind-bending experience. I'm going, okay then, so it's Michael. Drink this. I'm getting, so it's, it's lost boys I was getting, you know? Mm. But anyway, that's just me. So now, drunk, Jean-Michel and his lost boys start telling ghost stories saying the catechisms are in, aren't indeed haunted but not by ghosts but by people 
lunatics and satanists and Q flush edits of the Virgin Mary statue getting painted black with nails driven through its eyes for some reason. Did you know that? that's the uh, symbol of satanism apparently? Oh my god. Couple does having sex with an antichrist being born? What the fuck is no. this pretentious box I've written down here? I mean... <sighs> He continues, the cult took a baby back, uh, sorry, a baby born of incest, fed him raw meat, never let him set foot in daylight, and made him put on a bloodied lamb mask, and he's now roaming the tunnels looking for his next victim. The killer is called Goatman, and I fell on the floor howling with laughter, I'm going, Goatman! <laughs> exactly. God almighty. I just, you just think that's the worst backstory to any, can we call the horror villain? Not really. Um, I've ever heard. You just think, well, who wrote that and then who thought, that's perfect, that's, yes, that's exactly. what we yeah. need? Yeah, yeah. oh my God. Like, don't they know there's traits out there that only live on um they only live on human, well, they only live on meat, sometimes human. And, yeah, there's you know, cannibals there. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they don't, they aren't fucking lunatics. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, it does do something to the brain cells, so it can yeah, only if almost make you insane, insane, but yeah, it doesn't make you fucking bloodthirsty. Yeah, so cannibalism only should go insane if you eat the brain. Apparently, you eat the skin and it tastes like chicken. Lovely. Yeah, apparently it's the most delicious succulent chicken you've ever tasted in your life because apparently the people that, that survived that plane crash in the Andes says they had no choice but to eat their, their uh, survivors and turn to cannibalism and the man couldn't get the taste out of his mind so he had to try to eat other exotic meats to get the taste of human flesh. I'm like, oh, okay then. <laughs> you know? Wow. I've heard it being described as many things, but I've never heard cat. I've never heard human flesh being described as chicken. Yes, apparently some succulent, delicious chicken ever. I'm like, ooh, Karen, moving on. Well, I shall take the. Um, <laughs> I shall take the word for it. I'm not going to try it. Yes. Oh, by the way, the goat man is played by John Gloria. I've got yes. down here. There's is this like right to be? There's three different people that play the goat man. Um, got the one that plays him a little boy, and then the young teenager, and then the oh, adult. I wasn't kidding. I've got down here. Texas Alaska. Is that you? Hmm. Exactly. I mean, by the way, what is it with this, this goat man? One minute he's a fat guy, next minute he's built, the next minute he's skinny, the next minute he's a fat guy. I'm going. Couldn't have got the one guy to play the fucking thing for crying out loud. Yeah, exactly. I got the four different people that play him. <sighs> No, 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 I'm actually talking about when he's in the, in the adult stage. In the adult. Mm. He's, he's like bald, then he's fat, then he's skinny, then he's bald again. I'm like, fucking put one guy in the cheap-ass mask in the, in the horrible... Yeah, exactly, and tell him to run about. Exactly. God. So out of nowhere, does Carol suggest to go swimming? Fuck that. A, where the fuck's that water come from? B, yeah, there's no water down there. How long has that been in that stagnant pool and see is there dead in the pool you know mm. is there like de- pieces of dead well, actually wouldn't be pieces of dead body it'd be dead um, yeah but dead bo- yeah, people people have bones in there I mean mm. you know you would think they have the, the actual cat catacombs in Paris um, 
all the walls are made up of various yes. bone parts and skills and things like that. So in theory, if this was the actual catacomb, then the answer to that question would be, yeah, could the walls lining the pool of water would have would be made with human bone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, there's no water in the catacomb. Exactly. It, it doesn't even run... It, it's not even near any any major water source in Paris, is it? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm it's not, guessing. It's under the um, not under the what we would call the town centre. Oh, I've not. I've been in Paris once, way back in '92, and mm. it was a water stop tour, and I found it one of the most disgusting places I've ever been. There was trash over the place. There was people smoking cigarettes. The the Paris folk were rude as fuck and I didn't like it so I have no idea about the landmarks but it was a stop tour and next thing we were heading to Spain so hmm. I mean sorry I've just looked up there is a river that runs under it at two parts but again it's water type to have it wasn't even even the part that are accessible to the public would have been cut off Mm, exactly and the river would have drained into it eventually, mm. I'd imagine. I love the fact how Carol, or Carolyn rather, is a complete utter fucking bitch to Victoria, calling her a lone lunatic because she doesn't want to take part in this weird fucking orgy. As you've got like eight people butt naked swimming, swimming in this green water. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, I was thinking that, and hopefully it's not just me, but yeah, I just took one look at that green water and those eight freaks in it and went yeah I'm not in the mood either now I've got down here why is Pink totally unlikable in this movie is in fact nobody in this movie is likable can this killing start now please because we're what 25 minutes into this hour and 34 minute movie and nothing has fucking happened exactly oh my god I mean there's a documentary I watched years ago called how to make a slasher movie Oh, to make a horror movie. And so part of it was done by Wes Craven. And he says, in order to have a good horror movie, you must have a scare at the, for the first five minutes and then a scare every 15 minutes after that. Once mm-hmm. you've just your main cast and your villain, there must be a scare every 15 minutes. Now, this thing goes for a good fucking, what, hour before mm-hmm. there's an actual jump scare, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Well, there's the jump scare about, what, half an hour in when we think Pink has been killed off. No, so, true. True. You know, but, yeah, this go for easily a good half an hour before anything remotely half-decent starts. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, for crying out loud. Um, so Victoria storms off back to the party. And would you know what? She gets lost in the tunnels because of course she would. I mean, oh, my God. By the way, they say that sound doesn't travel on these tunnels. I'm calling bullshit. It's a fucking tunnel. Sound yeah. would travel, you know? Mm. Yeah, it's not dense enough that sound wouldn't travel. I mean, it wouldn't travel far, but it would, you know, you would hear your echo. Mm. I love the fact how you can tell a mile away that this is not the real catechisms because they f- human skulls look cheap. Oh, Dear. God, they look God. like polythyron. Oh my god, what did they spend this, these skulls about a 10 cent each? For crying out loud. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, anyway, so Carol and she's after her saying she'll get lost if she walks alone. And also, she starts hearing, uh, she, that's where she says, oh, sound doesn't travel, yet she hears growling and stuff. I'm going, 
How did you hear that then if sound doesn't travel? Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. So suddenly Carolyn doesn't feel right. Like there's somebody watching them. Ooh, spooky. So she checks it out and finding there's nothing. And wouldn't you know her? It her flashlight goes out because that's spooky. Yeah, because that means eminent doom. I've got down here. Is this all one fucking prank? If it is, I will not be pleased. So we're what? We're 30 minutes into this piece of shit? Yep. And finally something happens as Carol, or Carolyn rather, pulls out a flare of her bag and she's attacked by the, an unseen, only heard monster and dragged off into the darkness, leaving Victoria alone, screaming on the ground. Something she does about fucking 80% of this bastard movie, she just screams and shouts into the darkness. I'm going, oh, just die already. Yep. So Victoria finds Carolyn's dead body and screams and runs off as the monster attacks her. Because, what? You know? Yeah. And, you know, we were just told, what, five minutes beforehand that the goat man eats Mm -hmm. human flesh. So, why didn't it eat Caroline? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I'll fact too. That is my first thing we were. Yeah, this monster is cannibalistic, but what, he took one, he killed her, took one look at her, and actually, I'm not hungry, we'll leave it. Mm, yeah, I love the fact how uh, it shows Victoria checking a pulse and she finds nothing. So I'm going, how the fuck did you fake that then? Yeah, either that or Victoria clearly doesn't know how to check someone's pulse. And also, the creature drags Caroline into the darkness for like 40 seconds, mm. and even 40 a couple of seconds, and she's got this whole ripped neck uh, piece stuck on her neck. It's all fake rubber. I'm going, how yeah. the fuck did you get on so fast? You know, I would take at least. 40 minutes to put that on, 40 minutes an hour to put that on, so fuck off for that shit, this is a fake fucking prank. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. So now completely lost and fucked in the tunnels, Victoria drops her flare, but handily she sparks another one up, because where the fuck did you get that one from? suddenly had two, exactly. Oh my god. I wouldn't you know it, Goatman, or GMs, I'm going to call it through the rest of this fucking movie, mm-hmm. is right behind her with a cheap jump scare. Ooh, spooky! Oh, for fuck's sake. So Victoria runs into the dark with GM chasing after her. And I was like, I'm fucking done. You know? That was like the beginning, middle and the end of the movie and one. Oh, my God. I just not realised this was all a revenge plot by you. And I was like, you fucking son of a... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, by the way, that mask looks like fucking shit. What the fuck was that mask? It looks like something you'd have bought in your local pound shop or dollar, uh, depending on what side of the Atlantic you're on. God, it's ridiculous. And like I say, this is not realised this is all one big fucking prank on hmm. me. No mind the fucking character in the fucking movie, on me. This was, I was like, you fucking little wag, why you are. And that, ladies and gentlemen, if I am lucky we're not in the same house recording <laughs> this, you would hear. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Victoria runs to a storeroom. What the fuck? Yeah, and, storeroom in the catacomb. I was like, mm, hold on a minute. And this is clearly a ripoff of Friday the 13th, the remake, where mm. Jason has all his victims' items, you know, rucksacks and jewellery and phones, etc. And this storeroom is filled of all sorts of junk. And it also has a chicken coop for some fucking reason. Why the fuck's in a chicken coop? <laughs> Yeah, because you know, let's face it, who the hell takes a chicken coop into the 
who one of the 10 million other ways we're meant to believe happened before that. So I know what would be great. I know what will set my outfit off. Give me that chicken coop that can run about the garden for a few hours. Oh, my God. So GM trashes the place but doesn't find Victoria, even though she's fucking screaming out loud. So he then just walks away. Yeah, uh, it's like, hold on for a minute. For someone who has spent their whole, let's say, 20 years down there, mm. they're, they're, not only their eyesight would be heightened, but so would their hearing. He couldn't find her. Like, oh, yeah, God. who are they kidding? Mm. But he sparks up a generator, which lights up the entire room. Handy that. And here we find out it's full of chickens, dead bodies, and a bed right next to the uh, painted black Virgin Mary statue, because that's fucking spooky, apparently. Mm, I was I going... I was going, I'm sorry, but Exorcist did that in the 70s and it was terrifying. This is just fucking pathetic. This is a lame attempt at a fucking jump scare. Fuck off, you pretentious douchebags. Exactly. It's like they've taken some bits that worked like, you know, 30 years beforehand and went, we'll put them into this because it worked Mm. then, it'll work now. And completely forgetting that horror changes. So the genre and so the people's sensitivity to horror so yeah what worked then is gonna bomb mm. now and what yeah. Did. yeah yeah it's a fucking joke i love the fact how victoria tries to squeeze into the teeny tiny little chicken coop thinking it's a way out but she gets stuck and spooks the chickens and the gm <laughs> is right on her arse i'm going who the fuck who wrote this shit oh. You're like, who? Who just thought, I know what, she was glee. It's like, come on, even that skinny-ass actress wasn't going to fit in that. No, no, no. She managed to escape and trips a sensor, which lights up the tunnels. Mm. Now, first up, who built this for old GM? Because they said he's a complete retard and has no intelligence at all. Well, there's no intelligence at all. So how the fuck did he rig this fucking sensor and all the generators and such? What the fuck? Where the hell does electricity come from? Exactly. And where the fuck does the light bulb? Where to get light bulbs from to pop it up up to fucking she said Paris? Oh, I'll, I'll have a hundred light bulbs. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, my fucking. Not doing anything. And uh, well, I'm having here. Just give me let's say three hundred. Could they say it in the movie? I look fucking wrong. And give me three hundred uh, miles of electrical cable. Oh yes. Know yeah. what I need them for? Uh, like, come on, get a grip. Uh, like, you know, he wouldn't need lights anyway his eye and his hearing would be so adapted to the darkness and the quiet they can they can find a way around it's like bats in the dark mm, they, you know yeah 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 i mean i was going so we went up up to paris streets and walked into the like a convenience store and go i'll have 300 light bulbs i'll have miles of cables and i'll have a half dozen chickens thank you very much you know <laughs> <laughs> My God, I've got to hear who the fuck wrote this crap. This oh. is insulting my eye fucking cue. Then I've, <laughs> then I've wrote, this is revenge for Juan's revenge. So just you wait till I get my revenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I anyway, mean, Victoria runs shouting in the fucking tunnels for her help. She finds an exit blocked by piles of skulls and dead body parts. I mean, with the party just on the other side. How the fuck had time to build all this shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and how did the people in the party not realise they were getting blocked off? 
Oh, God, like, I don't want those. I mean, I mean. Like, basically, even everyone that are away, no matter how drunk or stoned or whatever, they're going to notice someone in a goat mask growling. Yes. And, Hold yes. on a minute, you never came down with a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other fact how GM is right on, right behind her as he's smashing the light bulbs as he approaches her. How very My Bloody Valentine 3D is that? Oh, God, I know. Again, they've just took something that worked then and added it to this. Mm, mm. So Victoria climbs over the walls of skulls and she's stuck screaming for her help, but no one takes a fucking blind bit of notice. Bullshit! Oh, my God. Shouldn't she have armed herself with a fucking thigh bone and beat the fucking shit out of this guy? Well, you know? exactly, you know. Instead of just uh, standing on... Break it in half and stab him with it. Bone, her bone could easily... I mean, you know that if you have a bad injury, bone pierce skin. Mm. The cows would just pierce the skin. So, you know, like just uh, any bone you see, break it, and, break it in half and use it as a knife. I just fucking bludgeon him over the back of the head with a fucking... The, the, the thigh bone for the joint. For fuck's sake, you know. Okay. I, I love the fact how this skinny, anorexic, fucking bitchy... Uh, what's her name? Victoria can't squeeze past a good what was that four foot gap? Yeah, I mean even I could squeeze by that if I breathed in, you know. Oh my god, she stands and screams like a fucking banshee. She makes it through somehow and struggles through the ravers. On her way, she makes eye contact with Jean Michel. Where the fuck did he come from? Yeah, and how is <laughs> he meant to pinpoint her out of all the hundreds of people? Mm, so. GM forces me through the wall and he attacks ravers left and right, killing about four of them. So if this was a prank, why did he kill four innocent people? Again, yeah, and again, this is the whole um, stupid thing about this movie. Uh, at the beginning of this movie, it was meant to be a downright slasher and therefore, you know, Carlin's character was never meant to pop up at the end. And it was all meant to be that, you know, the goat man was real and you know that mm. was him obviously taking revenge on the trespasser and what uh, effectively his house but then the director and things like that did a complete u-turn and at the very end they added this whole bullshit ending of you know it's all a prank and ha ha fucking ha oh, right. is that why so, this makes no fucking sense then absolutely no that's why even even I get fucking irate and start swearing watching it because I'm like, why the fuck would you take that and at the end and turn it on its head to make it a, ah, I got you, you know? Yeah. It's oh just, my god, yeah, yeah, it's a joke. Anyway, the police show up to break up the rave, and Victoria gets lost in the panic, but somehow she gets free. She gets a torch from somebody or a flashlight or somebody. Nope, this ditzy bitch knocks herself out somehow off the roof of the catechisms, yet nobody else hits her, roof, her head off the fucking thing. Mm. And she's KO'd. She wakes up to find herself all alone, lost in the tunnels, so not one person helped her up, not one cop. Bullshit. Not one cop went, let's carry the unconscious woman out. Oh my god, by the way, her head injury wound disappears. She's got yeah, it's not the only thing that appears and reappears at well within the movie, but... Oh, yes. I love the fact how she's got like a, jig, or not, a big cut on her forehead and it just disappears the following scene. I'm going, what happened to your cut on your forehead? Shouldn't you be concussed? Shouldn't you be jet-lagged? Shouldn't you be fucking dead? Oh, my God. I've just got down here. Can this movie end now? Yeah. And I've got, nope, 
there's 50 fucking minutes left and this shit drags on and on and on and fucking on. She and you feel every... This movie just goes on that much that you feel every fucking... Every 50 minutes left feels like an hour. You just think, come on. It's like, surely she figured out, hold on, take a second, I've been that way. Mm. Mm. I forgot to say, this entire movie is her getting lost in the dark. She shouts and screams at the dark. GM magically reappears just instantly behind her. And then she gets away. Boring! I mean, for fuck's sake, can we just have something happening in this godforsaken fucking... Oh, my God. It's like every other fucking Z-rated, you know, crappy haunted house, only it's set in the catacomb. Mm, yeah, 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 it's a joke. So, I mean, Victoria wanders in the dark until she finds a sewage grate and she climbs up, but it's locked, so she's completely fucked. Why the hell would there be a sewage grate in the catechisms leading up to the streets? Isn't it all yeah, like... Mm. Why would you have sewage draining into what is a, what is seen as a graveyard? Oh, God, all I know is... And out of nowhere comes Hon- Henry, or Henry, played by Emil Costinia. I think I pronounced his name, who can't speak English. Handy, that one, you know, because... Mm. And also, he's lost in the catechisms because... Why? Did that explain where the fuck he came? What happened to him, by the way, at the end? He just disappears. He's just shooting it. One minute he's there, the next minute he's gone. Have no idea. That was one of my questions to you. What the fuck happened to Henry? We never oh, ever find out. And again, I... uh, you know, why he lost? He apparently meant to have been there multiple times before. Oh my god, that was driving me fucking insane. Also, I love the fact how he's your stereotypical Frenchman. All he does is point and grunt and go, Mademoiselle. When I was going, really? And he's constantly speaking French to Victoria, who can't understand him, yet he understands her completely. What? I mean, I've got down here, can these fucking people just die already? These are unbreakable assholes. And I get the whole, you know, you do have to have a bit like it with certain languages myself, where you can understand it, but you can't speak it. So I get why he could understand her, but not be able to reply to her. But you'd think he'd have some form, even a basic English, where he could, you know, again, reply to her, like, in very basic English that she could then, you know, try and interpret it as to meaning, all right, he tell me we're lost and we need to go this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, this actor's claim to fame is he's one of the Death Eaters in Harry Potter. Is that what he thinks? Are now the ghost Yeah, things? the Death Eater. He's is one of them, apparently, so woo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it has to step up from this. Well, that isn't hard. Fucking <laughs> porn would be strapped up for us. Anyway, she follows him for reasons. She's suspicious of this guy, but she follows him. Why? Mm. Oh, my God. And where the fuck did he get the map from? I thought these tunnels were unmapped, as Carolyn says earlier on in the movie. They are unmapped. About so where 70% the of them unmapped. fuck did this map come from, then? Hmm... My God. And why the hell is there street names under the streets, like a hundred fucking feet under the fucking streets? Who the f- Oh, my God. This is Wouldn't just... Wouldn't have that in the real catacombs, though? I, I should have read fully on the the website and not just looked at the bit that said how many how many 
the bone to how many people for doing that. But don't they have? Cause I know they have got signs and things like that down uh, there, and it sounds like you know, uh, like warning signs, like basically don't go any further, cause you know one way and no way out sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do, and they do have various signs, but I don't know if they're actual street signs. Mm, okay, fair enough then, fair enough. I mean, I love the fact how she could put the trust this guy. She should be pretty suspicious that there's another raver that just happens to have another bigger, more brighter flashlight and a map who mm. just so happens to know there's a way out. Shouldn't she be going, oh, red flag, run to fuck? I yeah. Mean, oh, my God. He leads her to a wine cellar? Why the fuck they're a wine cellar? Where they make a campfire and drink the wine? Why? Because get the fuck out of there and party later, you fucking morons. Would you actually, see, this is what bothers me. Would you actually be able, eh, would it be colder? I would imagine it's not cold enough down there to even keep wine permanently cool. But would you actually be able to light a fire in a place with no oxygen completely? Oh, I don't know, because I read somewhere that the catechism's walls or ceilings are, are really really low but and this is clearly a set because it's fucking gigantic and there's all this yeah room. they are the, they do say that um i'm pretty sure part of our next film uh filmed within the same it actually filmed in the catacomb and you can tell the barely in the room for the actor's head yeah that's very true that's very very true so these two try to awkward uh again awkwardly connect over a bottle of wine where the fuck why would there be a wine cellar in the fucking catechisms I don't know that was it doesn't me. make any sense because let's face it what above them is needing a wine cellar exactly yeah and also later in the movie she finds a fucking subway station or what the hell that place was what the fuck why is it oh never mind yeah. I'm just oh sweet mother of Jesus but anyway, so she's... many questions and no oh. answers that this movie should be just called what? Yeah. But what the at fuck? the end of it, you're just going, hold on a minute, and you've got your left with all these questions and no way of answering them. Mm-hmm. So she finally falls asleep, and he just fucks off and leaves her. What the fuck is a fucking dick move right there? Is it no? Uh, and they said Chivalry was dead. Uh, who said Romance was fucking dead? Also, so she <laughs> hunts for him, screaming into the dark, and he comes out saying. I was taking a piss. He then hits on her, as you do. You know, about yeah, it's nothing like being lost in an underground tunnel. Mm. Um, uh, you know, with an apparent madman chasing you to kill you. Uh, you know, that's yes. you, you know, like romance to me, not. And you got this horny ass French guy chasing off yeah. you, going, "Oh my fucking god!" You, um, you, you, know, you kind of wonder what what the the. Honey, the horny ass creepy French guy wanting to get rocks off in the cat <laughs> or the apparent, you know, mythical goat man that suddenly wants you for breakfast, literally. God almighty. Now, this is what really pissed me off here. She's leading the fucking way. Hello, love. You have never been there in your fucking life. He's a local and he does say he's been there multiple times. And he, he had a map, so why are you not oh, going to lead our follow? Oh, this fucking movie. Oh, sweet bejesus. So Henri falls in a mine shaft where he breaks his leg. He's completely fucked. That's it. He's dead. She tries to pull him out, but she doesn't have the strength to pick him up. So she steals him up and leaves him because she's a fucking bitch. (laughs) Because, you know. 
every, everyone for themselves, I'd imagine. I love the fact she goes, type with two arms now. As she, by the way, he drops that map twice. Yep. You know? Um, okay. And by the way, I've broke my shin bone. You cannot put weight on it at all. So <laughs> bullshit to that, but he's fucking trying to climb up and hang bollocks. I mean... Exactly. Gee, mm. I've got a condition where my ankle pop out of place almost all the time. And again, you, you can't put any weight on it. I've got stabilize. I've got thing. I have to wait to stabilize my ankle, and sometimes I still can't put weight on it. Oh, you God. know, so it's like there's no chance he'd be able to even attempt no. to climb. No, no, no. So now she's with the map. She still gets fucking lost because this woman's a fucking idiot. She goes round in circles and returns to Henri, who has gone. Dun dun dee. <sighs> Oh my god, Ooh. she follows the blood trail and Henri attacks her, so she brains him with the flashlight and runs the fuck into the darkness, screaming as she does, because of course. Because <laughs> right. you know that's all, that's all she needed for that job, was to be able to scream. Yeah, yeah. Now that's that's it. Henri is introduced at an hour mark and then disappears at an hour and 50 mm-hmm. minute mark. What was the point of his fucking character? There is no point because, let's face it, we don't see him after that. No, and he's fucking third build. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So so now, lost in the tunnels, Victoria falls power lines to the way out. Uh, Would there be power lines? And this is the whole subway station thing I was talking about earlier. Why would there be a subway station? Ah, my God. She finds a rat's nest and runs for it. But she finds a pickaxe somewhere, which handily just sitting there waiting for her. Why is she know why not? Uh, she used this to get out and at least her to a subway system. She's home free, right? Nope, the exit is locked. So she shines her way in. And I was on the floor howling with laughter. She's swinging this fucking axe. I'm going, the pickaxe even. I'm going, you're a fucking idiot, love. Use the fucking flathead of the... Pickaxe not the fucking point edge, you silly bitch, and fucking force the door open, you silly. Exactly. Oh my god. So she's now. What is she doing? She's now outside of this locked room, and GM is just standing there and chases after her. What the fuck? I've got down here. What the fuck? Yawn, you know? Yeah, exactly. You're like, come on. I've seen that in about 10 million other horror movies. Can you do something original? Oh my god. So she runs screaming to the dark because of course she does. Hello love, you're armed with a fucking pickaxe. Kill the little torch you'd got, hide in the dark, wait him to sneak past and brain the fucker with it. Game over. Exactly. Oh like he's god. not immortal, just you know, chop his head off and then calm the fuck down and work on finding your way out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Kill him, go back to the mysterious appear from fucking nowhere subway station and wait for it to reopen. Yes, exactly. I mean, for fuck's sake. So she runs to a dead end and climbs it. It's full of, what was it, trash and all sorts of crap. Mm. She falls on a bike and the, what was it, a bike wheel and the spokes went to her ankle and rips her ankle apart. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But yet. She just pulls out and walks perfectly fine. Doesn't limp or nothing. Doesn't bleed out or nothing. Bullshit. 
yet more running and screaming into the dark until she falls in the swimming pool. She loses the pickaxe. Um, wait, what? So she's back at the fucking start of this rave, but she's been round completely full circle. Yeah, exactly. And then in that case, shouldn't she have been able to, you know, be like, right, I, I have a rough idea where I am. Let me take a minute oh, and find my bearings. Mm. So GM is on her in a matter of seconds. Eat your heart out, fucking Jason Voorhees. So Victoria <laughs> climbs out of the water and she finds its source, which is sewage water. What? She climbs out up on it and more running as she hears GM roaring after her. She then hides in the dark and attacks old GM. And here we find it's all a prank. Caroline and her crew come out of the shadows and laugh at Victoria's face because that's funny, right? I've wrote in here, fuck this movie. Mine is five out of five. This is fucking dire. I'm done. Mm. I would have brained this fucking bitch and then kicked the ass of everybody in this fucking little hyena pack laughing at her face, you know? Exactly. I'd have drowned them all in the fucking sewage water and went, if this is your idea funny, you all need to get your head examined. Mm. I mean, what if she would have died falling down one of the many mine shafts that apparently this thing has? Yeah, exactly. Or she drowned in the swimming pool, you know? Exactly. Or she got lost in the Hundreds of miles of unmapped tunnels. I mean, oh my fucking God. And what made them think that she wouldn't have mentally snapped by yes. the time they revealed that it was all a joke and just murdered them? Yeah. Quite so, literally just snapped all their necks and went, you think that he's fucking funny? And I've got down here, fuck these assholes, just die already. Yeah. Know? Oh my God. So Caroline thinks that Victoria has killed Jean-Michel. So screams in her face until she snaps and brains her with the pickaxe and then she kills every cunt in the room. A bit time to I've got down here. I would have fucking... Absolutely. They say like she's been wandering the place for 26 hours. Mm-hmm. What? So she, had, she hadn't slept in over A 48 day. hours? Two days, even? Yeah, exactly. Oh my fucking God. So cut to her wandering streets of Paris covered in blood, as you do. As credits roll, nobody bites an eye. She's coated in blood. But I, I was going to say that that must be a normal occurrence in Paris. Paris, no one gives her a second look. Yeah, she's coated in blood. She's mm. got scratches up and down her back. She's got her cut of wood magically appears, and she's limping with her magic uh, ankle thing. She's mm. she's impaled earlier. Oh, by the way, and this is where I noticed her outfit changed from white tank top and jeans to dress and black boots yeah uh, like when did she have time to dre- to change as well oh god all i know is anyway like i says credits roll on this boring ass piece of shit movie where nothing happens but one dumb bitch screaming in the fucking dark for 70 fucking minutes avoid that's what you said you <laughs> yeah i agree i mean that is the dumbest movie i have ever seen and you know unfortunately i have seen it more than once um it tries so hard to redeem itself by you know d- doing the whole haha it was only a prank i don't know where the 
fuck they come up with that idea. Maybe that was Pink's idea and put me in your movie, but don't kill me off, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's fine. Um, but uh, even that major twist, which was uh, it's all a joke, it's fucking laughable. It's pitiful. Mm. You, you know, the I think you know the 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 last what four minutes where you think maybe she's been chased by the, the goat man maybe it's all real uh, it's like the only redeeming part of this movie but you know it's quite you know visually uh, you know well made but mm. uh, uh, the acting is shit including yes. thanks and <laughs> I'm sorry when it comes to her music I will not hear the terrible thing said about it but her acting is shit. Yes. Terribly, terribly written. You know, the whole, it starts off half decent, where it, you know, starts with the whole flash forward. You think you're going to be in for a fairly watchable movie and you end up realising after about 20 minutes, you're not. You know, at her movie where that whole almost, uh, it's whole almost, um, its whole premise is set on the catacombs, which is a real place. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to do anything set somewhere real or based around somewhere real, at least get your fucking facts right. They can't <laughs> even do that. You know, it's like, it, it's just so awful. It leaves you with more questions than answers. Like, what the fuck? How the, how if, how is she going to get, or how is she going to get home and know no passport, no money, and she's clearly now looking a lot more mentally distressed. You just yes. know that if this would have done a cut to a month later after the event, that Victoria's sitting rocking in a mental hospital somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? I, fa- I just love the fact that she's killed, what was that, eight people she's killed? Yeah. And she's clearly mentally... She gets in a taxi and the taxi driver drives her to the airport. What the fuck? I don't think so. They would have went, piss off, love, money first. It's like, you know, uh, so. oh, oh, a police station, you pick one, you're covered in blood and you don't look right. It's like, how, you know, you just... It, it just it's infuriating because they took what could have been a really good idea of a movie. I mean, if they'd have just kept that ass a horror... And not the whole, ha, ah, surprise, joke's yeah. on you. Um, Do you know what really, really... They'd have written it properly. But yeah. this whole, ha-ha, it's just, it's shit. It's terrible. Yeah, do you know what really pissed me off? But this really got, this is why it made me so angry, was Pink goes, because the shadows goes, oh, hi, Victoria. We've been for for 26 hours. It's all a joke. You fucking shit whiny bitch. I'm going, wait a minute here, you fucking complete cunt. You had her running around in the pitch fucking dark, getting chased out of her fucking mind with fear by this fucking hulking guy in a ridiculous mask. And you think mm-hmm. it's funny, haha, because it's an initiation. It's funny, haha. <laughs> yeah, it's like you take your already mentally unstable sister, take her down into the environment that she A, doesn't want to be in and B, isn't comfortable in and then you pull the the cruelest prank ever and then try and expect her to be afterwards laugh it all off and go oh that's funny that's it I'm no longer you know terrified and I no longer need these pills haha <laughs> he's cured me it's like no wonder she's snapped and skin murdered she's all yeah yeah it's a bloody old joke so it may 
Uh, I've got a Discordist thing out of five. I'm going to break my own rules here because I say it's nothing under under one, but fuck it. Minus five because this is just fucking shite. Would you give this thing? I'm giving it a zero. It's ridiculous. It's mm. fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is just... Oh my god! Like I said, at six, 70 minutes, this this chick just running around the pitch, start screaming like a fucking banshee, yeah. and then falling down and cutting herself, but then the catches Maracas disappear, and then we have that ridiculous ending. It makes no fucking yeah. sense. Oh ha ha! And you're like that. That's that's a terrible fucking. That's a terrible plot twist. Hmm. Yeah. So, it feels like it'd been written like five minutes before they went action. You know, the music yeah. guy was just writing off the side of the screen. Here, read this line, read this line. And I know they did change it midway through production. They changed it from a horror to the whole ha-ha jokes on you. It was all a laugh. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen I've seen movies that have changed halfway through production and things before, and they've been so much better. Yeah. I just feel like they, fought, they wrote it all in an afternoon and went, here, we're going to do this. Uh, we'll, we'll quickly write it all and film it just now, and that's it. Yeah, like I said, this is from two first-time directors and mm. a writer-director who hasn't got a clue what the fuck he was writing, by the mm. sounds of it. And it's a complete, utter waste of 90 minutes. You know, there's nothing fucking happens apart from one cheap jump scare and yep. the so-called twist ending where Victoria goes insane and kills upwards of 10 people. Uh-huh. And I'm going, really? That's the best you've got? This bullshit twist ending where she's completely snapped and Caroline's a complete bastard because she's got a mentally um, because disabled, not actually disabled, a mentally ill, yes, I'm looking for ill sister. She thinks, oh, let's scare the life out of her and it'll cure her because that's how that one works, apparently. Yeah, exactly. You just think, you just think, you know, the Everywhere, um, but uh, everywhere I read, they all have the plot summary of the Hiha movie where a girl kind of, you know, go to the cat room and all these supernormal thing, supernatural thing happen, and you think, no, this should be just rewritten. Uh, this is uh, clearly a movie about uh, about a sister who takes her mentally ill sister and turns her into a loony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they take a mentally unstable person and completely break her down and cause her own demise, as well yeah. as the murder of her friend. And it's like, yeah. You know? I mean, it's a complete joke. Anyway, we'll wrap this thing up, shall we? So thank yeah. you for listening. Our next podcast will be as above, so below. Yeah, now, back in the catacomb. Yes, back in the a much better fucking movie seven years later. Mm. So don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow us on Twitter at Two Geeks Pod. Follow us on Instagram slash Facebook at Two Geeks Talk Movies. You can follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's a Pod, and you can follow Joanne on Twitter at Two Geeks Joanne. Okay then. Well, bye. And remember. Nothing to be afraid of the dark, just your bitchy sister and her mean friends. Bye!